This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. We would be honored if you would join us. Hey guys, I just got my Art of the Mandalorian book in the mail today, which is a really nice book. I pre-ordered it a while ago. It's got tons of early sketches when the show was in its earliest production, and you really get a feel for how detailed and creative Jon Favreau's work was, and how he wanted everything to look and feel. Today's video is going to take a piece from the book and discuss one sketch that I found particularly interesting. Now, if you didn't see the name of the channel already, then let me just say this. It's nothing but a theory and should be remained as such. During the team's original conception of creating Baby Yoda, which they in fact refer to in the book as Baby Yoda until his name was later revealed, we can see all the different ideas and sketches they had when trying to create John's vision of what he wanted the child to look like. The creation of this iconic being that took the world by storm is really complicated more than you might think. And it made me really appreciate just how much effort, detail, and revisions went into it by Favreau and the entire art team. The first sketch was just a shot in the dark, and it was essentially what they write as a human child with makeup. They speak of the process regarding how difficult it was to actually get it right, as John didn't want it to be too cute, but also not not cute at the same time. They also tried to make Grogu look like Yoda, while not looking too much like Yoda. Another issue with creating the image of the child that they encountered was that John wanted him to look somewhat old, yet still be a baby. So once they drew the facial ratios for a child, you know, nose, eyes, lips, then they went in and put the details. Finding that perfect balance was tough and it took a lot of time and trial and error, but in the end, they got it perfectly. Gizmo from the Gremlins was also mentioned as a reference in Grogu's physical creation. Now there are several different pages going into detail about the nuances of getting Grogu right. However, among all of the sketches, I landed on this. First of all, he's blue, so I mean, it's this is definitely a concept art piece, but it has me thinking that maybe they're even contemplating this idea themselves. Or perhaps was this an original storyline of some sorts where they maybe find Boba Fett's helmet? Or is it something more? Something that involves the child being saved by Boba in a sacrificial effort that costs him his life. I say this not because it's what I want, but it's what I have a feeling might happen. Especially after seeing this. Which really puts me in the middle where I'm teetering on either side here. Maybe it's just concept art, and maybe there's a little more to it. Anyways, I hope I'm wrong. Boba was brought back for three reasons in my opinion. The first to give him a proper death this time, and not without showing how much of a beast he is in combat, silencing the Boba doubters forever. The second being that maybe he becomes an integral part of the show and the crew in general with Din and Grogu. The third being that he makes everything more interesting with a major twist by turning on Din once he has fulfilled his promise to save the child. Or the fourth, which is that he's brought back into the show to die, but to open up a path and interest for his own spin-off prequel show, taking place during the time of the original trilogy or just after his fall into the Sarlacc pit. This sketch of Grogu might just be a sketch, in fact it very well probably is just a sketch, and has no integral connection to the future events, but as always, with a sliver of a chance, that still means it could happen. Grogu in the next two final episodes could end up being seconds away from death, as all of his blood is being drained out of him with no time to spare. 
surrounded by dark troopers when Boba flies in and self-destructs with thermal detonators that he's holding onto, allowing Din to grab the child. Or perhaps he flies in without a moment's hesitation as the crew is figuring out their plan to save the child while not dying in the process. And Boba knows what he has to do, no hesitation whatsoever, flies in, gets the job done, dies in the process, and gives us the perfect good guy send-off into the Star Wars history books. If Boba dies, I could see Grogu cherishing his helmet knowing what he did for him. And I mean, if they're really continuing legends like they are, then perhaps he has a kid with Fennec or we meet his daughter later on like in Legends. A young Boba Fett married a female bounty hunter named Sintas Vel and gave up his bounty hunting profession becoming, as I've mentioned before, a journeyman protector on the Mandalorian world of Concord Dawn. And together they had a daughter named Aelin. But when Boba's superior officer physically assaulted his wife, the vengeance-seeking Fett killed him in revenge and, as a consequence, was arrested, tried, and exiled from his new home planet. The traumatic incident led to Boba and Sintas getting divorced, and she was left to care for their daughter alone. Though when their daughter was 16, Sintas was on an assignment that resulted in her being placed in carbonite for 40 years. She was later found and rescued by her granddaughter, Mitra Gev. And though initially suffering from blindness and amnesia, she eventually recovered and made peace with a much older and regretful Boba Fett, and got to know her granddaughter. Daughter. I think since Beskar is almost indestructible, perhaps the remains are just of Boba's helmet, which Grogu will cherish and perhaps wear himself one day if he decides to become the second Mandalorian Jedi in history. How cool would that be? The Slave One might go to the possession of Din, and we'd follow Season 3 around in Boba's ship, finding more hologram recordings from his time with Jango. Or maybe even when Jango was younger, before Boba's cloned creation. I would really love to see that, where we have moments in the Slave One with Mando and Krogu, just like we have in the Razor Crest. But here, Mando is shuffling through different recordings to find one that he may be looking for. The hologram projector projecting perhaps different things from different points in the prequels or before that. Maybe Mando has to learn a further connection with the Jedi, and to do so he has to go through the Slave One's archives, so he could just move through tape recording after tape recording of Jango fighting Obi-Wan or something like that. Or maybe little Boba coming back to the ship after his father was killed. This could all be fun little easter eggs that they could throw in there. Boba's death could push Mando to learn more about the true Mandalorians and perhaps honor their way, splintering off his dogmatic views instilled by the Death Watch, who really weren't all that great, they were just extremely elitist, cultist beings. Long story short, Jango was the son of a farmer. Then along came a man named Jaster Mareel, who was leader of the true Mandalorians. Now Jaster was on the run from a traitor named Tor Vizsla, who was from Death Watch. Django's dad hid Jaster Mareel in his farm and told Django that he was feeding some homeless men. When Tor Vizsla came looking near Django's dad's farm, he found Django's dad and beat him up in front of Django, until Django's mom created a distraction and shot one of the Death Watch in the face. Django's father orders him to run, and he does, leaving his parents behind who were immediately murdered. Fett runs into Jaster Mareel, who eventually took the boy under his wing and recruited him in the Mandalorian Civil War against Death Watch as one of the true Mandalorians. Jaster dies eventually and Jango avenges him, becoming the leader of the true Mandalorians himself. Now the people who found Din were Death Watch, so the two clans have always been waging wars against one another and have varying beliefs. Now let's say he does die. Well, he could die by hands of the Dark Troopers, taking on all 20 of them, or he could die by Moff Gideon with the Darksaber. 
or the third option, Thrawn comes in and handles Boba himself. Thrawn, I feel like, is Thanos. Boba is like Iron Man, and Mando is like Peter Parker. All that being said, this is a beautiful book. I hope you check it out or grab it for yourself. And let me know what you think about the concept art of Blue Grogu holding Boba's helmet. Thanks for watching this theory video. I'll catch you in the next one. Until then, remember, the Force will be with you always.